Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Jenna Morton. And I'm Tosh Taylor. And today, Jenna and I are wearing matching shirts. We are. <laughs> if, you are if you are listening, you can't see our beautiful purple shirts that we are wearing, but uh, they are fantastic. And they've got this lovely little paw, uh, paw on the side to uh, give you a hint about what we're talking about today. Yes, today we are gonna be talking about animals and we have brought in some animal experts for you today. We've got with us, first to start off the show, we have Heather and Todd. They're with us from PAW, which is uh, People for Animal Wellbeing. Correct. Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, so guys, welcome to the show. Thank, thank you, you so much for us. having us. So Heather, I wanna start with you because people do know PAW that under a name that it used to be associated with. Can you tell us why the change? Yeah, so People for Animal Wellbeing, we used to be known as the, the Moncton SPCA. Um, a lot of people don't know that all the shelters in the province are independent. They think that we all operate under you know one umbrella or as one organization, uh, and we don't. So we wanted to differentiate ourselves a little bit um, but the other reason is we just wanted a new, fresh look that was in line with the direction the shelter was going now. Um, so animal sheltering, it used to be maybe a little bit judgmental. It was, you know, removing animals from homes and, and putting them in new homes. Now it's much more about preserving the, the human-animal bond, recognizing the importance of it, um, meeting people with compassion and understanding, uh, and helping them keep their animals in their homes whenever possible. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't know that, actually. Yeah. Okay. There you go. There we go. We, we've, we've both gone to yep. PAW to bring animals into our homes, yeah. um, which is a, a neat experience. But when you're doing that, you don't always understand the full scope right. of what's Correct. going on we, behind the scenes. We still have all those traditional services. You know, we still have sheltering. We still have the adoption program that's never going to go away. But we have a lot of community support programs now um, that if we can keep an animal in a home where they're already loved and cared for, why wouldn't we do that? Absolutely. Yeah. And the new branding's fun and fresh. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so, you know, it's just, it just goes in the direction, like we're more community focused mm -hmm. uh, now. And so I think it really helps capture that. Yeah, it takes out um, the institutionalness exactly, of it. Exactly. And it makes it more fun and more loving. I exactly. agree, it's a, mm -hmm. exactly. a great term. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you've got lovely rooms for people to go in and, and play with the animals, and you do a lot of outreach programming and things now. Talk a little bit about some of the, the work that you're doing to, to try to keep animals where they are or to find places for them. Yeah, so we introduced a number of community support programs um, or even emergency service programs. So we have the, the Pet Safe Keeping program, um, which supports people experiencing a, a violent situation. Um, so they don't feel that they have to stay in that situation or they have to give up their pets. So we have a, an emergency program to shelter animals uh, in those situations. We have the Healthy Moms Healthy Litters program that I think one of my team members is gonna talk more about later. Uh, but it's about supporting people. Maybe you have an unexpected litter or maybe you, you, know, you meant to have your pet fixed but you just didn't get it done yet for whatever reason. You don't have to give up that pet. We can help you and we can support you along that path. Uh, and the food bank program has been huge. Um, who hasn't needed help at some point in their life? Um, so if we can just help you through supporting you with food and keep your pet in your home and out of the shelter, um, that's huge. That is huge. How would someone that wanted to utilize that program have access to it? Uh, there's a, a link on our website. It's super user friendly. So all our programs are um, low barrier. We don't want to make it difficult for people to get help. So you just go on our website, you fill out a really simple form, um, and you can pick the food up at the shelter, or if you're in our area, the Greater Moncton community, uh, we'll deliver it right to your doorstep. 
if you're having problems online, just give us a call and we'll help you uh, complete that process. I'm sure there are a lot of people listening who didn't realize some of this outreach that you're doing and are going, oh my goodness, I, w I want to help you be able to do this because I'm in a position to do that. What are some of the ways that people are, are able to, to help out? You want to take that one, Todd? How, <laughs> how people can help? <laughs> well, fun, through fundraising initiatives is definitely. Like we, we have so many initiatives going on where we're raising funds to help support a lot of these programs. Uh, we just finished a partnership with Hubcap Comedy Festival. Um, we basically were selling 50-50 tickets at all the major like venues of the festival, raising over $9,000. So a lot of this obviously helps to support many of these programs. We have a weekly gold rush 50-50 going mm -hmm. on where people can kind of come online and sign up. Uh, you basically are assigned a number and you can pick for up to like from five weeks to a whole year. But if you if only picked five weeks and your number is drawn on the sixth week and you didn't forget to pay that week, well, well, then you know it's going to roll over and that's how the jackpot grows so that's very exciting and you can you can go online and, and visit uh, www.pod-sba.ca and all the information on the events are there uh, just to go quickly for a few upcoming events that we have yes, we please. have a drag brunch coming up uh, the first weekend in April at Old Triangle um, we also have a comedy trivia night it's our third annual yeah. comedy trivia. really funny this, event this event sells out <laughs> every year Basically, we have a first hour of pop culture trivia followed by an hour of comedy. Nice. Um, and yeah, this, that's very exciting. That's at Holy Whale, and that's going to probably be the last Thursday of April. And then one new event that we're ex incredibly excited about is called Backyard Games, and that's going to be taking place in Dieppe uh, on June 7th in St. Anselm Park. And Backyard Games is, is just what, it, what exactly it conveys. It's basically washer toss competitions, uh, horseshoes, shuffleboard, like all those things, you know, bocce ball, those things that you yeah. play in your backyard. So uh, we're gonna have teams of four. Um, we're gonna do uh, an afternoon with corporate teams and then an evening of family and friends. And so again, that's June 7th. We're gonna be doing a big launch about that soon. Again, visit www.paw-sba.ca. I know I'm plugging this a lot. Um, but you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a competitive world out there in fundraising, so. It is, yeah. absolutely. Now, there are um, some things that I see happening. For example, Just Fit Fitness in Riverview is doing puppy yoga, and they're raising money for you guys as well. There are a lot of um, ways that people can go about that. If they wanted to do their own fundraiser mm -hmm. for you, how do they do that? They can actually contact me directly they okay. can uh, go on onto the website there's information about third-party fundraisers which is what it's considered and so what we can do with them we can work with them to basically advertise and promote their event um, to provide them with the necessary branding or logos a lot of times with third-party fundraisers we will actually show up with a booth um, so we'll you know help them with like maybe donating prizes for like a 50 50 or a raffle any way that we can support to kind of add value to that event like we're here for them yeah. Yeah. those fundraisers are a really good way to get oh, involved yeah. personally absolutely on a personal level it takes a little pressure off us and it lets you have a, a direct and immediate uh, impact oh creek brewing just did one uh, a couple of weeks oh, ago that's right, yeah. yeah they had a raffle and invited their customers in with their dogs and they raised some funds for us so. <laughs> Talk a little bit more about some of the growth and some of the programs that, that you're fundraising that you want to maybe bring on or expand. Uh, well, I mean, we're always reviewing our programs to make sure they're still meeting the needs of the community. Um, Low-cost spay-neuter is something that we're exploring this year. I'm not promising that that'll get off the ground yet, but I think it's something that's really needed in the community. Um, so we're definitely exploring that. 
Um, last year, we saw stray numbers go up uh, exponentially. They doubled in the latter part of the year. So when I say stray, I just mean an animal found outside. Um, and most of those animals coming into the shelter aren't fixed, 96% uh, of them. Um, so that's over a thousand animals that we're sending for spay neuter every year. Uh, I think it would be a really great way to help the community access services they need. And again, keeping animals out of the shelter. With, um, well, okay, so we were there the other day mm -hmm. and there's a so sign when you walk in. The, yep, that's where we're going to do There's a sign when you walk in and I think it said in January there were 86 animals adopted through the mm. shelter. That number blew me away. I would think that in a year, not a month. Um, so A, it's obviously showing that you're doing a fabulous job, first and foremost, but I also wanted to commend you guys on whoever is writing the animal profiles, because they <laughs> magic. They're, they're so good and they're so well written and it will grab someone's attention and help you fall in love with this pet before you even get a chance to go in and see them. Yeah, we have a really amazing team who really cares about the animals in their care and the, the families that they're, they're placing them with. Um, Everyone thinks, hey, I want to work at PAW because I love animals. It's not just about animals, though. Yes, we're, you know, we're living our dream. We're working there. We're working with the animals. Um, but I've also been in the grocery store and had someone come up to me and be like, hey, I adopted a dog from you 15 yeah. years ago. And this is the impact that a dog and that adoption had on my life. And that makes you feel good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That is amazing. Can you touch a little bit on that process and what people need to know if they're interested in bringing an animal into their home? Just come out and see us. Um, it's just that easy. Mm -hmm. Just come out, come on in, we'll have an adoption counselor meet you. Um, we've worked really hard at reducing barriers to adoption. Most people are good people. <laughs> um, so we just want to set you up with the right information and help you make the best decision for yourself. Um, so we have adoption counselors that will walk you through the process, they'll introduce you to the animals, they'll ask you a bit about what you're looking for and maybe you know what this animal needs and they'll help you make that good match and if all goes well you can leave with an animal the same day. Same day, holy. Mm -hmm. And you have uh, in, in the building too a store now as well so if you show up there to adopt a pet and you don't have the things that you need in your home because you weren't expecting to come home that day or what have you, you have the ability to do that right there as well. That's correct. Yeah, there's everything that you need just to, you know, for like a first time adopter, like just to set up, but there's also, you know, toys uh, and uh, drinking bowls and leashes and, and food and whatnot. And we can also do special orders um, for a lot of people who are looking for, uh, you know, like a specialty food for their yep. dog. Okay. Yeah, coming in and, and purchasing some toys or treats or, mm. or food for your pet is a great way to support the shelter. Absolutely. Maybe it's not a good time to adopt, but you can support in, in this way as well. Yeah, excellent. And we're going to talk more about adoptions with Amanda, so maybe mm. this is a good time to segue her into the show. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for coming in and starting off our conversation today, and thank you for all the work you're doing. Oh, thank, thank you, you so much for having us. Thank you for having us. So Amanda has joined us to dive into some of that. Mm -hmm. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us. It's great. So let's talk a little bit about the adoption process and what people should know about how this works. 
Perfect. So the adoption process starts long before uh, people come in to actually uh, look for their, their chosen animal. Uh, so we have animals coming in either as strays or sometimes uh, people have to surrender for uh, certain uh, circumstances. So the process begins right when the animal comes into our shelter. Um, we check it uh, for any medical issues. Um, we have everything uh, vaccinated um, and triaged that way. Uh, then it helps our staff obviously get to know the animal. Temperament, uh, we do temperament testing as well to see uh, how the animal will do in a home, say with other animals or small children um, and then the uh, the process is we we post uh, our, all of our animals on our website that are available for adoption and uh, it's great as you said earlier uh, we have wonderful staff that do some really amazing bios mm -hmm. um, so you get to know the animal before you even see them a lot of times people fall in love with them right on our website mm -hmm. they want to come in and meet them um, so we have reduced a lot of the barriers uh, you can go home with the pet of your choice the same day we have uh, great staff we have a Option counselors that you can come in and meet with. Um, so if you're uh, viewing a particular animal on our website, you can come in and meet them. Uh, we have an adoption counselor room. Uh, it's a nice comfy room where you can go in and sit on our, uh, on our couch. The adoption counselors bring the animal in. You get to visit with them, ask any questions. Um, and the adoption counselors are trained to really make sure that that animal is the right choice for your family. That is really, really big. We obviously want to place uh, and not have any returns and make sure that everyone's happy uh, and the animal's going to have a wonderful life. So uh, that's a really big thing that the adoption counselors do. Now, um, if you're like me and it has been quite some time since you adopted a dog, the dog adoptions are done differently now. When we were there the other day, we were able to walk through and view the cats. You can't uh, just walk up and view the dogs anymore. Let's talk about why that has changed and how it's benefiting the dogs. Correct. So last year we did, uh, we had an amazing fundraiser and we actually just rebuilt our cat room. Uh, and we have a free roam room for the cats as well. Uh, so anyone can go in, uh, if you're just sort of taking a look around, you can go in and uh, visit with the cats and play with them. Uh, dogs are a little different. So what we've learned over the years is it was very stressful for the dogs, having people come through and walk through the kennels. Um, some dogs would be fearful, other dogs would react, um, a lot of barking, a lot of stress on the animals, sometimes the adopters as well. Mm -hmm. um, so what we do now is we, again, we triage the, uh, the dogs. We do temperament testing, we do our nice bios, and then from there, if someone's interested on our website, um, they can come in and say, I'm uh, interested in a certain animal. The adoption counselors will actually bring that dog out to you. Uh, you can visit in our room. We also have our um, off-leash parks, fenced-in areas, so a lot of times you can take the dog out for a walk, you can go and play in the park. Just It gives you a better feel of that one-on-one -on -one with the animal, yeah. as mm -hmm. opposed to walking through and um, having sort of that distraction with other, it's a lot of energy for the dogs. Absolutely. Yeah, I so it's a more calm environment for I them. always yeah. tell anyone, you know, think of, I think about my own dogs at, at home. When someone rings my doorbell, my dogs go a little haywire. Um, and although it's a temporary home, the shelter is the dog's home at that time. So, you know, think about 50 strangers coming through your home mm -hmm. every day. You're going to be stressed out. You may not be, you know, showing yourself at your best. So having an adoption counselor bring the dog out to meet people um, gives us the opportunity to really show them in the best light and really reduce the, the fear and stress the dogs are experiencing. You were talking earlier about some of the, the programs that you have about um, healthy litters. 
Yes, so we have a program, it's called Healthy Moms, Healthy Litters. So um, again, our goal is to make sure animals you know, stay in the home. So if you have an unexpected uh, litter that, um, again, we talked about um, the amount of spay neuters that we do every year. Uh, so if you do have an un unexpected uh, litter come in, we, what we do is we have a program. So basically you foster the animal um, through the pregnancy and, and up until eight weeks. And then what we do is we actually will uh, take the litter and house them and put them through our adoption process. and then we we will actually spay um, spay your animal for you, so the animal stays with you, and um, and then we're reducing obviously you know population. Yeah. yeah, and we'll provide you with all the support you need during that time that it's a, the animals in foster. So yeah. if you have complications, we're going to support you. If you need supplies, we're going to give that to you. Um, we're going to spay the mom at no cost and return her to you. Uh, and those animals, we'll make sure that they all are all are all placed responsibly. Uh, and I wrote it down here. We did. 13 cats and three dogs last year uh, and 68 offspring through that program. Wow. It's such a great program though. Um, as someone who had an accidental few sets of litters as a kid, I had two cats and long story short, one ended up being a boy. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we couldn't get like, we couldn't get on top of, she would be pregnant again before you could even, so to be able to have that program where you could potentially take her away from the situation or the male at that point and, um, and help people out. That would have been grossly helpful in the 90s. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. 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 And we are seeing uptake of, of that program as well, which is fabulous. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's really important. Um, yeah, so. And I feel like some program. people might potentially um, be embarrassed that, you know, oh shoot, my, I didn't get my cat fixed in time. I had intended on it happening. Um, but they should know that reaching out to you guys is not something to be embarrassed about. You should, you should be telling all your friends about that program mm -hmm. so it doesn't keep happening. Absolutely. To us, it's, it's the responsible uh, mm -hmm. you know, owner that is doing that, is reaching out for help. That's what we're here for, for the community. Yeah. Yeah. There is nothing wrong with saying, I need help. Um, it doesn't matter if you're asking for help through the, the Healthy Moms Healthy Litters program, the food bank program. Maybe it's surrendering your pet. If that is what you think is the best decision for you and your pet, um, then we're there to help you. Can I ask, and you don't have to answer it if you don't want to, but what is the number one reason for surrender? That's a, that's a difficult question. Um, we, are, we are seeing an increase of, of individuals obviously um, transitioning with housing. Okay. Uh, that's a huge barrier right now in our community. Um, so we do unfortunately have people that are either downsizing or having to relocate where they're not able to have a pet. Um, so that I would say that's probably yeah. the number one over the last year or two. Yeah, I would say housing difficulties uh, or you found housing but they don't allow pets. Mm -hmm. um, costs, costs yes. of animal care have been going up, costs of veterinary care and ability to access it has been going up. So we're seeing more uh, surrenders because of that. And then just allergies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's another one. Yep. Unknown allergies, they do pop yep. up, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you talk a little bit about that process? I imagine it's it's a very, very hard decision for someone to make to come to you in that situation. What kind of support is there? What kind of, what can you say to people who are struggling with that decision right now? That it's okay to reach out for help. And we're here, uh, non-judgmental non space. Um, our staff are incredible. 
again, we've all been in situations where we've, we know, we've had to reach out for help. And um, the staff are wonderful. Um, if we do have people that need to surrender, what we actually do uh, is we have a questionnaire that we ask them to fill out. It helps us uh, learn a little bit more about that animal. So what they like, what they don't like, um, how long have they owned them, have they lived with other animals, uh, children. It just helps us get to know that animal. And it also uh, allows the owner to tell the story as well, right? Uh, so we don't necessarily need to know why you need to surrender. It's just that we're there to help you. Um, and as much information as we can get, um, that will help us make sure that we find, uh, you know, a good home for, for their pet. Excellent. And if we were to um, kind of flip the narrative on that, let's let's switch to volunteering. Yes. So say, you know, people, lots of people want to have pets, but they can't have them in their home or what have you, as we we're just talking about. What about just coming in and spending time with pets? How can people get Absolutely. involved in that? Absolutely. Uh, we have a fabulous volunteer program. We've uh, launched just of last year. We've had a huge uptake. So our volunteer program, again, you can go on our website. It's very, very easy to apply for our volunteer program. Um, there's some training involved as well. Uh, once you're in, so we have different uh, types of volunteers. So we have the canine companions, uh, feline friends. We also have animal attendant assistants. So anyone that wants to just come in and help the attendants through the day, you know, help us do dishes, feed the animals. Um, and then we also have uh, event volunteers. So anyone that wants to help out with any of our events. Um, and then we do have a, a huge foster program as well. We have some fabulous people that foster for us as well. Um, so the volunteer program um, allows the animals to get out and socialize. So we have a cat room upstairs, feline friend companions, they come in, they socialize with, uh, with the cats in the morning. Um, just, you know, allows the cats to just roam around and, and have some fun. Uh, the dog walkers are, are fabulous. They get, you know, the dogs out every day, um, get some exercise. We have some volunteers that have owned animals in the past that, as you say, are just not in that, um, you know, position at that point in their life. But it allows them to sort of give back and, and enjoy that, that time with the animals as well. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's very it, important. It really increases the animal's welfare. So we have a really great team mm -hmm. of animal attendants that are there looking after their basic needs every day. Uh, but if you have a volunteer that can come in and give that animal the one-on-one -on -one attention or some human interaction, get them out of the kennel, give them some enrichment, that's really improving the, the quality of their lives and stay with us. When people are interested in volunteering, are there age limits or are there, are there kind of rules or, or guidelines around who can volunteer? So we do have an age limit. Um, Heather? 16. 16, thank you. <laughs> I wanted to say 18, it is 16. Yeah. Uh, we do have some, some people come in with their parents as well, which is great. Um, so we just have that age limit just so that, you know, they're safe, they're able to, um, you know, care for the animals. And again, we have some um, great training that they go through as well. Uh, lots of information on our website. Um, and, and again, the staff are there to help you know, help them. Um, they'll, you know, when they come in in the morning to walk the dogs, um, you know, they sign the dogs out. Um, it's, it's great. They, you know, they have access to the shelter and yeah, they really, really help us out. Yeah, and if you have a, a child at home that you think is interested in animals and you're trying to foster that and, you know, get them engaged young, they can still come and volunteer if they're under yes. 16. They just, they have to be with, with a, parent a parent who's responsible. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Uh, we are running out of time, so let's tell people how they can contact you guys at the shelter for more information about volunteering, about adoption, so on and so forth. 
Yes, yeah, so of course you can uh, reach out to us on our phone, 857-8698. Uh, you can also reach out to us on our website, uh, pa-sba.ca. Uh, again, if you're interested in uh, particular volunteering for events, uh, reach out to uh, Todd. Uh, our staff are well equipped to answer any questions you have and we're more than happy to, uh, to, to have you come in and help. So. We need the community support, so yeah. we want to hear from you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Get in on the, actually, I was going to tell you to get in on the 50-50, but don't, because I want to win it. <laughs> <laughs> Donate another way. Everybody <laughs> buy 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, help, it helps your winnings go up. It's true. It's it's right. Yeah. yeah, you want the jackpot to go up higher. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Thank you all for coming in and spending this time with us today to talk about this. Thank you. Thank you.